Hello everyone and welcome to the Two Have and Two Roll podcast. My name is Oliver, I am but one half of your hosting duo. With me, as always, is my co-host Robin. Hey Robin. Hey! And we are going to be starting today our recap of Empire Event 2, the Spring Equinox 2023. That is a mouthful. This is part (laughs) one. Uh, Before we dive in, if you are new here, consider subscribing to the channel. We are fastly approaching our 1K uh, subscriber count on YouTube. We already have plenty of watch hours to... Uh, be eligible for monetization so if we do hit that mark that will help us out as a channel uh big time uh, it will means we can kind of up, start upgrading equipment and maybe go to more laps and bring you some uh, better and and more well-produced uh, lap content as well so if you aren't subscribed yet you can do so it is completely free if you know of someone who hasn't subbed yet maybe give them a little nudge as always, if you're listening on your favorite audio platform, consider giving us a five-star review. That'll help people find us. Give this video a thumbs up. Yeah, and I guess we'll get into our our recap. So E2, yeah. <laughs> E2 Empire 2023 was a hot one, right? It was a hot one. Like, not just with everything that happened. I mean, it was... It was hot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird because on the Thursday, I think it was the Thursday, I think it was actually Mark that had said to us, Mark was like, oh, I don't think you guys have had like a proper heat wave one yet, right? And we were like, oh yeah, E3 was really quite hot last year. But weirdly, because he had said that, it's the, it, it, it turned into the heat wave uh the heat wave event which was it really did like i went and being like oh well we were fine at e3 last year yeah it was a bit hot no i i thought that was a heat wave i was wrong this was a heat wave <laughs> it was weird because all like the whole week leading up the forecast were like it's going to be really warm but really rainy uh, it wasn't rainy at all during the entire event, so it didn't rain. No. Uh, we, we'll get into we'll we'll con- we will constantly talk about the the heat uh, because it comes up a lot <laughs> over over the recap. Yeah. But, but it, it slowly got hotter as the weekend went on. So like, but Thursday was eh, mild, wasn't it? And Sunday was just like it was like living on the sun, you know, especially when you're <laughs> running around in a field with camp. So for people who haven't camped in canvas bell tents before or sorry just canvas tents uh canvas tents look the part but they do not insulate (laughs) at all (laughs) so we had a similar issue last time with insulation right when it's cold they are cold when it is hot they are really hot yeah i mean like something that i've looked into for next time actually is getting some of the little um battery powered fans that like clip onto things obviously when you're in a hot area and you put a fan on, you are just kind of blowing that hot air around, but it can help a bit. So I'm looking at maybe getting some of those things for next time just to try and cool the in- inside of the tent because it, it's weird. You need to find somewhere with shade when it's that hot, but you also need somewhere that's a bit cooler. And in the bell tent is hotter than outside the bell tent, but there's no shade outside. So it was um, it was a tough one with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, so what was our what was the first thing on our agenda? We arrived on the Thursday, uh, as as per usual. We I think we're going to try and arrive Thursday every. I think we're going to manage to arrive Thursday every event this year. Hopefully, yeah. Um, yeah ho- hopefully, we will yeah. be able to. If we can't both arrive, one of us will always be able to arrive. Going forward, that might be something that happens because yeah. you know. 
real life work that I have to do. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th Thursday, I could honestly like the E1, I could take it or leave it Thursday arrival because it was good to get, it's good to set up. It's good to see everyone in the day, but at like nighttime, um, I'm not that big of a party animal to be out in uh, below freezing temperatures. <laughs> I mean, I think I would really like next year E1 for us to be able to go on the Thursday, set everything up and then go to a hotel or somewhere just to sleep that night, just so that we don't have a repeat of what happened last time. Um, I think that would that, that's going forward. But this time, yeah, we arrived on the Thursday and we we got straight to setting up. Um, it's quite cool this time because we had a totally new tent set up, which was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, we we were we were still on the still on the glory square, but as um as listeners will already know um, from our store, our character stories, we are currently in two separate houses. Uh, Robin's character, Aaron L, is now part of House Mortaire. And so our, um, our kind of sleeping tent, our five meter, that's usually just like our two characters, you know, uh, is now part of the Mortaire camp. Um, it, was, it worked out really well, didn't it? Because we've managed to have like a little base camp um, yeah, we created like a little, I mean, goals is to have a proper like courtyard area. Yeah, but cool. what we were able to do is get um, our five meter bell tent and one of their four meter bell tents. And we had two sort of in character areas with a little camping set out um, in front of it. So we could have our fire, our chairs. It worked out really well. Yeah, well, because we, we usually have our camp set up so we can like do the coffee in the morning. And that's how we've been doing it for the past like four or five events. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, because our because we're away from camp at time in, there's only the two of us for that camp. When we were away, the camp was always just empty. You know, it was, it was taking yeah. up a space on the Glory Square at time in. But this time we had a place where because there was a lot of people in the Mortaire house, you know, there was always someone dotting around, which was, it makes it way better for an in-character camp set up. Definitely. And we, we do have plans now going forward because we had people there all the time. We've got certain people in the house that actually like to spend a lot of time there during the day. So we do have some plans going forward for all the coffee and refreshments to maybe keep that going a bit longer during the day, but yeah, not like a proper business just something that's there yeah i think i think the, the idea is probably just still do time like before time in coffee uh and obviously if we've, we've got stuff left over just kind of leave some of it out some of the in-character equipment out and things like that so not i don't think we'll be making in coffee and time in but if there's like leftover stuff um, yeah people can kind of help themselves or something or, or we'll get I'm someone from Mortair to 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 help out Exactly. I mean, it means that because we have like everyone there, it means we can do things like leave the, the the hot coals there and the kettles on top of it and everything. And then that way, if people in the house are like, yeah, we're going to make another couple of cups of tea or some coffee or we're going to cook some lunch, you know, it's, it's like a nice sort of area. And it really did feel like... Yeah. It really did feel in character. It felt like being part of something, like coming back from the battle and seeing our house there for us. And yeah, yeah it was. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One thing I did notice as well was the um, the the cat. The whole I heard a fair few people because I thought it as soon as we arrived and I started setting up, and 
I heard a few people saying similar things. I got there and I was like, is the dawn camp smaller? Because I felt like the whole thing had been shrunk. And I heard people say things like, is the glory square smaller? Is is um, Are we squashed in more? Is, is Wintermark further over? I think it was literally because there was just so many more uh, icy, icy camping tents going on. Yeah. Um, camps already, camps that had been there in previous years had gotten bigger. I mean, like uh, Mortaire, the, obviously our tent had merged with a few of theirs, but I think we had a couple of extra. Um, and there's like new groups that, in, that come to E2 as in character camping for the first time as well. So I, it felt, it felt more cramped in the, in the dorm bit. In the best way though, like I don't know about you. I really love when, first of all, when the paths are so obvious going up to the glory square because there's so many tents. And one big thing I noticed this time is previous events, there was a lot of um, not using the paths and just like squeezing between tents and between um, guy ropes. This time, that wasn't quite possible and it made it very... I think that was better is what I'm saying. Yeah, there was none of this to trying to, everyone, yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I still um, braved the obstacle course between us and triage a few times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I did, I did notice because there was a few, a few people. So Descendris this time was down uh, just a foot. They were on the road instead of on the square. And I know yeah. the members of that house were very much like that. We got way, we got way more socialization because there were so many people on the path and we were so close to the people opposite us. So that, I mean, it's good being on the glory square, but obviously opposite you, you can't really talk to your opposite neighbors because they're all the way to the other side of the glory square. I'm <laughs> sitting there waving to Arzel. <laughs> uh, you can't, you can't How hear you them. Doing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think, um, I actually do think that's, the way dawn is set up with the glory i think i think wintermark sort of have a similar thing but i think dawn is quite unique in the way it's set up because there's not like there's not like several out there is like the two roads but the glory square is the focal point so anybody who's coming to dawn it, I, I, and i don't mind i don't mind the bit some of the bigger more established houses being on the other side of the glory square because a lot of the time let's face it people are going to be coming up and looking for them so yeah there's a lot of people with like hats on the other side of the glory square Mm. um the fact that they are there though is good because people literally have to if they want to come up to those people they have to literally walk towards the glory square and they're going to do so via only two roads which means they're going to pass lots of lots of houses and lots of camps which is great like i didn't really think about that actually but Mm. yeah if let's say um drondal and orzel were at the entrance to dawn nobody will well, people would, but square, yeah. yeah very few people will be up it's it, it's, it's that nice attraction at the top of the hill like you know come yeah. up here and yeah, yeah. so it's talking about the top of the hill uh what do, do what i mean what what actually happened on thursday apart from we got there we set well, up we, we got there we set up and then we basically just hung out with our friends yeah. we ended up going to the forge yeah. we hung out with a, a lovely big group of friends yeah. and it was a great night that's we met some new friends. Yeah, ages that I've actually just been to the forge for a extended period of time. So they've opened the forge up. So it, yeah. it's like I don't know. They've like just because I think it used to be the old building apparently had like two floors. Yeah, uh, back in the day, you know the the uh, people who have been around for a while will tell you. Um, but it still it still doesn't have a roof on it. But they've like it, they've like as in the floor has just lengthened. So there's way more there's way more standing room in there now. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Even compared to like our first experience of the forge, yeah. there's so much more space. Yeah, because like before it was kind of like you had to like go into one of the little, uh, which is which is fine. Like you get a good like, you know, fantasy medieval uh, vibe when you've got an inn like that, where it's like mm. you go in these dark little corners. But the way they've opened it out made it way more of a social space for that Thursday evening. Yeah, no, definitely. It was just. Because I, I mean, we did go to the forge last time, but mm. didn't spend too much time yeah. there. Again, it was cold. Because this cold time, time it was yeah. yeah. This time it was actually it was warm. Ish. It was nice meeting people. Warm ish, like ish. warm enough that my cloak went. Well, I, I took your cloak. I think very late. Yeah. Um. Oh wait, no, this was the Thursday. Yeah. So no, yeah, it, it, it wasn't too bad actually, and it was it was just nice, just sort of hanging out yeah. with friends. Well, why I mentioned the top of the hill is because I was going to say that because it was it was like a degree colder in dawn than it was oh, yeah. at the forge. <laughs> so at the forge, like we're in the forge, you know, like I said it's got no no roof on it, and there's obviously a load of people there, a lot of bodies in there, and it was nice. It was you were comfortably standing there, um, drinking and talking, and then when we went back to camp, we were like, Oof, oh, it's a bit chilly. It's a bit chilly up here on top of this hill. It's kind of like um, that's known though, isn't it? That dawn and winter mark, those two camps are the colder camps in all of Anvil. Yeah. Um, I remember like last time we were talking about the advice and things for camping in this weather and um, somebody had made a really great um, information sheet. And one of the things that was mentioned there was the fact that when it comes to camping, dawn and winter mark are the colder places to camp yeah. within the woods being the warmer places and so on so it's just it is colder in dawn but yeah we can take it <laughs> yeah yeah i mean so that, that that's thursday over and done with friday yeah. yeah so friday came and we woke up in the morning um <laughs> by the ridiculous <laughs> heat yeah yeah like... it, it got warm quite quickly on the friday <laughs> got up pretty quickly on the on the friday morning yeah. it was just so hot um we got up and we did our coffee thing in the morning like we normally do yeah, did our coffee we did yeah. uh can you oh, i'm just gonna pass it to you because i can't remember anything before time in i don't think we did anything apart from do a bit of shopping that was it we did a little bit of shopping and um, before time in and we i would say that our our main thing was actually like getting ready for for it all happening yeah. um this was going to be quite a big weekend. This was going to be my first full event where, with, with a hat. And I will admit here in front of all of you, I was very anxious about this weekend. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of um, Friday because I spent a lot of Friday worrying about Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, you were you were quite you were quite nervous. This was a weird one for uh, the pair of us, actually. Um, I it's fair. I didn't have that much of an active event um, for Godric. I the week leading up to E two, um, I wasn't really feeling the buzz. You know, I wasn't feeling the buzz, um, and all weekend I wasn't quite myself. A few of my friends um, from Empire did pick up on it. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't, it, and it wasn't anything to do with the event. Like we'll go through the event. Uh, the event was, the event was great minus, minus the heat probably. Um, and the role play and the events that happened from other players was absolutely fantastic. Just for me personally, 
I wasn't I wasn't in the the role play zone. Um, Godric as a character is very is very upbeat and smiley and he feels like he can do anything and this event i just i struggle to connect with him you know i it, like it, usually i i i jump out and, and i can reach him no problem uh, mm-hmm. this event it was that i felt like there was a bit of a brick wall that i had to like shove my way through you know to actually actually touch godric um in the combat was probably the easiest part to kind of, but even then I wasn't quite feeling myself even in, even in combat. Um, but anyway, part of that kind of that mental health stuff out of the way, <laughs> out of the way. No, it's, it's important though, because yeah. this is a really important topic, I think. Yeah. And with what you went through, you were struggling to connect that happy go lucky um, larger than life character and it can be difficult. And I think you did a really good job, actually, like, because um, I knew you were struggling. Yeah. Um, sorry. I knew you were struggling. And I think a few other people noticed. And there isn't a lot. Like, it is. Quite, I think that's what helped having sort of areas for you to go and, and relax at would have potentially helped that. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I struggled with the whole godric is this outgoing happy-go-lucky you know larger than life personality rnl is brave and strong and she will stand in front of people and she will protect them i wasn't feeling that way at the start of this weekend i had a lot of um a lot of requests to do different things and i was definitely feeling just a bit like almost a bit nervous about a few things a bit i could i could tell yeah yeah i could tell i could tell you were uh yeah because you you even even when we'll get to time in but even during time in you you were getting bombarded quite a bit you know um not in a bad way like what you'd expect no, 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 not in a bad way what you'd expect not not that people shouldn't be coming up and saying hey hello it's great awesome that people know your character and you have a hat and you have responsibilities in character and things like that but i could tell you were like Oof, you know, <laughs> oof, oof, I can't just like mill about like I did last year and just be like, dum, 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 you know. Uh, I think at this point, I'd like to do a special shout out to all of House Mortaire and also House DeSandras because both house groups saw that we were both maybe just, I mean, definitely I was able to hide away in both house groups when things like, got a bit too much. And I was like, I need a little bit of them. Um, like at one point I went over to House of Sandra's and and chatted out of character for a very long time because I needed a break from it. Yeah. But that's what's amazing because everybody understands. And yeah. I know this sort of, this was just going to be a quick mention of things, but also I think it's important for us to talk about this part yeah. of LARP because there is a person behind the character and things that happen in character can affect us out of character no matter how much we know these things are not real and not really happening, this, it, still, it still happens. And this event especially was a tough one for that, but it all worked out really well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think our, so. Yeah. Our next bit, this I love this next bit, yeah. okay? Should we um, do some... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do, are you going to... Do you want to do some like background on this? Because a lot, of, lot has happened between the last part of our last podcast and the start of this. So the first thing that happened needs a lot of context. 
yeah sure i was going to talk about the getting ready stage but yeah let, let's That's do that I mean, now yeah, yeah go for it yeah you, you're right? probably better at actually explaining this part so i'm yeah. going to hand this to you <laughs> right so so between in the downtime so i know a few listeners aren't don't go to empire so they won't really know uh they'll only maybe have the story from listening to us and maybe some other people tell stories so in the downtime between the last event and this event uh our armies and i can't remember how many armies actually went to the barons right so the barons is this so this is important for the rest of the event so this is a this is a big event for dawn not a massive yeah. event for godric godric didn't do too much but it was this was a massive event uh, for dawn uh, as a nation so the barons is a territory on the so it's it's, ne- it's next to Semahome, and it is a territory which before this weekend if you were a dornish character you could be from the barons like my character is from the barons my military unit yeah. is based in the barons the barons has dornish citizens uh, living in it but it is controlled by the druge and it's been controlled by the druge for a long long time we've been trying to get the barons back it's it's a it's an area where uh like questing and and knight errants go off to prove themselves it's it's a it's a dangerous but it's a large territory as well anyway for years for like in play for years uh Dor- the empire had made but mainly dawn have been trying to reclaim it uh i'm trying i'm trying to do this in as simple terms as i can the no you're doing well <laughs> the the, uh, the, uh, the armies of the empire most of them went into the barons uh, in the downtime between events. Now, uh, <laughs> now, when um, the military game happens in downtime, what happens is that all the players will do their things in uptime at the event. So like saying, my army's going here and they'll do rituals on the army, blah, blah, blah. They'll send them in. And then it becomes, a, there is a mechanical games with, with mathematics behind the scenes so there will be numbers and go okay and this is how we determine what happens what wins so the game runners behind the scenes will do the maths do do the calculating uh and then they'll go right this is the outcome and then the writers who write the law i.e the winds of fortune winds of uh war that come out on the wiki they uh, do like a like a, a creative writing version of the outcome so a story version of what literally happened um so one of our previous guests uh, phil uh, who plays tancred is the general of hounds of glory if you want to uh see his episode with us go and check that out uh you might want to after watching all these recaps as well definitely yeah phil, <laughs> phil had said you know that like his his main goal is to uh one obviously take the barons and to destroy the druge completely so he he's he's the general for the hounds of glory the hounds of glory is an army that most of us went supportive of our military units. It had a crazy amount of strength, and he used a certain maneuver, which means that I'm, I'm pretty sure it's called "No Matter the Cost." Uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyway, all the numbers were all the numbers were crunched. We're trying to retake the barons, and what happened was <laughs> we uh, the, there was there was quite a lot of different things that happened. There was some uh Urizen had uh used some winter magic with permission from the generals the per- per- definitely permission from the generals and they were uh they were protected so in the winds of war we t- dawn and varushka took a lot of casualties and Urizen took uh none whatsoever we pushed through two <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's two different little uh zones within this whole 
region, right? Yeah. Uh, then we got to the Spires of Dusk. So this is all in the downtime that happened. We got to a place called the Spires of Dusk and there was a big battle. And the outcome of that battle was that uh, there was more Druge than we thought there were going to be. There were more Druge armies than we thought we were going to be. Um, and then in great uh, glorish, uh, uh, Dornish glory, uh, the Hounds of Glory stepped up to the mark. This is the army that we were, most most of the Empire was supporting, but mainly all of the Dornish, including my military unit, including Robin's military unit. Uh, they stood toe-to-toe with the Druge, pushed into the Spires of Dusk um, and captured the Spires of Dusk. But yep. they took so many casualties that the army was destroyed. Right? So in-game, the nations have armies. Those armies have generals and the military council is made up of the generals and they decide where the armies go. Having an army is a big deal, right? So because one army, uh, this is what Phil said on the, on the podcast, he was... Um, he was on like one army by design can't do too much on its own. Uh, yeah. they, they all need to work together. Um, and it costs a lot. You can't just be like, Oh yeah, we want an army. Like it costs a lot of money and resources for the empire to make an army. Dawn had four armies. Now we're down to three armies. So we, we literally lost an army. That's a big deal for a nation, but doing yeah. so <laughs> it captured, uh, a good chunk of basically the barons, which meant there was there was now an opportunity in game in uptime for us to actually capture the barons. Uh, however, going back to what we were doing at time in, we had all decided uh, as a player base in Dawn and among other nations, we were like, oh well, if we've just come from the barons to Anvil and this horrendous yet glorious thing has just happened and so many this whole army's been wiped out but we were victorious uh, should we all should we all uh, so many people have the same idea should we time in outside of the time in zone and all march in as if we've just arrived from battle yeah and that is exactly what we did um in prefer- preparation for this everyone decided to make it look like we had just been through an epic battle. And so getting ready, uh, Oliver and, and I were in our tent with most of House Mortar there. It was great fun. We were all sitting together, getting ready together. It was it was a really cool vibe, actually. Um, so we added some very convincing wounds <laughs> yeah your one on me was just was absolutely <laughs> crazy uh i'll if, if people want to see that i'm not going to put it up because it might be a little bit of a tr- it's a trigger trigger warning, trigger warning. <laughs> uh but if you want to check out in our discord uh we, we might put it up uh i might i might put it up as a spoiler maybe on a youtube post as well yeah because it was um pretty gory actually mm. So we did a lovely wound on you. I did a wound on myself. Um, I got another couple of people already, and we um, we headed. Um, I was so annoyed. One of my wounds was having this thing coming out of me, and unfortunately, an, an arrow shaft. <laughs> an arrow, an arrow was coming out of me. It was like in my like like collarbone. Um, it was so hot. I could not get the glue to stick this thing to me. 
Luckily, our wonderful friend who runs triage um, came to my rescue and she bandaged me all up and managed to secure it seconds before we had to just like run to 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 the the out of character area to time in there mm. it worked we all got ready we headed there we covered each other in lots of blood we got there we got more blood covering us everybody looked like they had been through some stuff <laughs> yeah there were so many people there as well because at first i thought oh yeah wouldn't it be cool if like a few of us did it and pretty much the entire nation of dawn were <laughs> well, so all dawn were there um there was many other nations there as well i was actually shocked there was a lot of imperial orcs there as well actually yeah. um and i didn't realize how many until i actually started looking at the photographs i was like wow like there was so much support yeah and we all got ready and we we marched. And we didn't as march. We didn't march. March, sorry. Careful with Wrong that word. terminology. Sorry. Careful with that terminology. We walked. <laughs> we trudged. We trudged. <laughs> we we trudged to dawn. <laughs> we trudged, we trudged uh, to dawn, yes. Yeah, so we went we went from from God, we went past Varushka. There was quite a lot of Varushkans. Um, on the road, there was uh, plenty of Urizeni on the road as we uh, walked down. So we went past like, so it's like Varushka. But basically, as you, as you go down from God, you've got like Varushka on, on one side. And then you've got like Urizen and Highgard on the other side. Then we went uh, around uh, like the Academy and then through like the Wintermark Dawnfield and back up there. So a lot of this was actually prompted by the fact that... Uh, because whoever sent military units to um, support armies in the Barrens uh, received a traumatic wound in their player pack. So all of us pretty much had a traumatic wound anyways to, to role play out. So it was just the ideal reason to, instead of us being already at our tents, already at camp, it was the ideal reason for a lot of us to kind of uh, walk into the glory square and a lot of us were like collapsing and things like that. And then it, all the healers got a ton of game after that as well. Oh yeah, no, it was epic. Um, yeah, we got to dawn. We all end up in the glory square. There was some very emotional speeches. Was... Um, also, people were given permission as well, in a way, to be like, if you want to arrive terminal, so meaning that your character is actually going to die at the event, you can do that. And they decided that anyone who was arriving terminal could be like at the front, like brought in. And it was epic. The role play was amazing. The emotions were so heavy because yeah. it was that mixture of sadness from the loss of the hands of glory, but this sort of joy of what we'd accomplished and it was really it, i think it stretched everybody's uh yeah. role play abilities. it was yeah, i mean it was the epitome of like bittersweet and bittersweet in character and out of character you know because I, I just obviously uh, you know i felt for like in character and out of character for you know phil who's been the general of that army for years you know in character out of character um but you know he, he'd he'd achieve what he'd wanted to achieve with it like i don't think there's you know there's i don't think there's any other way that a better way for an army to go out um i mean i'm i'm, I'm assuming tancred will be a an exemplar after this at some point and if 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 he's uh, if, yeah. if, if he's not there's something there's something serious i mean there's probably a lot of things wrong with the way but there's something seriously wrong with, <laughs> with our religion if if not um 
and yeah, they, they, like you said, there was emotional speeches. Uh, T- Tancred had some some uh, nefarious ideas as well for pulling on heartstrings. Uh, so the um, the the line that he'd come up with uh, was I don't know if this was on his orders or not, but the line that he come up with I know they used it in Senate for the motion um, was where they have sown fear, we will make flowers grow. And I thought that was such a such good it just it felt like there was, i yeah. felt like there was an ending to something and that kicked off the weekend and it just it does it really like ramps up and the, the whole weekend is a themed around this you know yeah like yeah. it was epic <laughs> yeah. it really was yeah. um yeah so after after that after all our wonderful speeches um this kind of then kick-started a lot of role-play when it came to people's wounds and so on. Um, mine was quite obvious because I had an arrow sticking out of me. My wonderful house came over to surround me and I was, you know, in a true noble style. I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> I need to listen to Tancred. Okay, this is important. And I had Lady Morrigan like like lift me up and everybody like like walk me over and slump me over to Godric, being like, okay, you can stay there and you can listen to the speech, but afterwards you need to get healed. <laughs> totally did. <laughs> there was there was one moment. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know whether to I don't know whether this should just stay with us actually. What what moment is it? Well, as soon as I say it, you'll be like, oh, so um no you know what yeah i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah i'm gonna no, i'm gonna say it because i think it's it was a it was a real impactful moment i don't think i've actually discussed this with you since it happened uh so when okay. we were when we were there and we were all getting emotional um when morrigan brought aaron Hill over to me she she said to me take Aaron Hill's hand even though like obviously we'd we'd had so because we'd had the whole like yes. back and forth with like oh yeah don't you know there's no I'll have not have you cavorting with my sister unless you ask for a test of ardor it's not proper you know we'll be keeping an eye and the, we've done this whole thing in role play and obviously weren't in that moment you know and obviously it's very public and she literally just went yeah you should you two should be together in this moment so technically, Lady Morgan, you just gave us permission. <laughs> technically, but that, that was yeah. But, that, but that's the that's thing a that was point, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I, it just that just that's been in the back of my mind. But I just realised now that I hadn't like discussed that with you until well, like right now. I didn't realise the significance actually until you just said that. Now, yeah. like actually, yeah, because um, mm. she was not happy before when any of that happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, the Dornish, the Dornish. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Did you get your wound like fixed? I did after eventually. That? Yeah, I was I was quite reluctant, mm. and it was a little back and forth. And then eventually, I agreed, and they kind of got me to lay down. They treated the wound. It was awesome. And after a lot of wonderful role play with my entire house, which was quite cool, because I could hear them when we were marching. I could hear members of my house being like. Aronel. And I looked around because genuinely Robin, I could not see them. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck are they? <laughs> I couldn't see them at all. And then I was like, but that looks quite cute. It's almost this sort of anxious worried look around like, where are they? I can hear them. <laughs> and yeah, so I did that. 
and I went over to chat to House Orzel for a while um, and do some stuff with House Orzel. I had like a lot of fun there. Um, actually, I bet I quickly, I could quickly see this now and then we could talk about what you went and freaking did. So I went to House Orzel um, because they were performing a ritual on me and I got to do, I've done Bull Strength, the Bull Strength ritual three times now. Strength the Bull. Strength of the bull. That's it. I did it three times now. This was the most unique one. Um, so a shout out to the wonderful person, Harris Rosal. You know who you are, who did this ritual because you got us doing all sorts of things. You made us race in the heat across the glory square, pretending to be bulls. And we did it because, you know, you told us to. <laughs> It was a lot of fun. That's one and I way really to fill like six minutes. I think it's six minutes, right? The, the, oh yeah, we we filled I'm not that in the magic six minutes. Game. I, I, I think it's six minutes. It, it, it was quite lengthy. We got you got to do all sorts of cool things, and it really loosened up those role play sort of like um, muscles, role play muscles. Let's go with that. Those yeah. role play muscles yeah. really got loosened up. So this is all happening until Killian runs up. It's like Harrenel. It's Godric. <laughs> so what did Godric do during this time? I know I I just quite quite hilariously I played so many characters like like Godric like paladins that I played uh, that have this attitude and it's just the typical like Dornish noble thing as well of, like not looking after yourself properly um, because that's what you know the the yo folk that's what the game's all about you know the, the yo folk in houses you know so i was the whole time i was like i'm fine i'm fine i had this i had this like really gory looking wound that you had done everyone's just like you sure and i'm like yeah yeah and then i was like you know what i'm gonna this is gonna affect me when i think it's about right you know and it, it was just when there was this nice lull and i was like yeah, now's about time to collapse. So <laughs> now was good, you know, because a lot of people were collapsing all at once, you know. And I was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm gonna leave it a little while and and wait till there's a little bit of a lull and then and then collapse, you know. Um, so yeah, I got I got some good uh, some good healing role play. I got some leeches put on me and yeah, yeah. Like, um, so my point of view of this when I came running over, he was on the ground. With his eyes rolling back into his head, he was like shaking. <laughs> He's like, remember the leech we saw at the barn? <laughs> oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> leech, are we in the barn stuff? No, we're not. But you're with me, right? It was Always. so, um, oh my God. I was so emotional. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make you probably didn't even know you. I probably could have gathered uh, had a bloody fatal wound card or something like that. Yeah, you could have. Yeah, I think we we all we all got oh. the same wound. I think every I think everybody got the same traumatic wound card. It was literally I, a, a big know, so. Yeah, yeah. But the healer had actual like these like leeches that were like stuck to the wound on your neck. We did all the role play. It was it was wonderful. It was fantastic. Everyone did an outstanding job. Yeah, it was intense. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time. What are you talking about? It was intense for me. It was a moment where I thought you had a fatal wound. Really? <laughs> there was a moment. <laughs> and yeah, it was quite, yeah. In fact, 
I think I told people to get to get off you when you were needing to like stand up and I was like no I have I'll help them up <laughs> you know <laughs> hey you may as well milk, milk it for what you can <laughs> anyway once I was better <laughs> I love the way after that even though I was bandaged after that people were still like are you sure you're okay I'm like yeah I'm fine <laughs> so. well that's what I got when I got um one of the members of House Arzell like follow me and be like, I don't think you got treated. I'm gonna come to your house and question your house. <laughs> like I did, I got treated. That's good yo folking. Very good yo folking, honestly. Um, we had some very good yo folk um role play this event. It was wonderful. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got all sorted, and then um after that, there's a few things going on. Um. So House Roselle had approached me about going on a skirmish, which beforehand out of character, I'd been like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, and then it ended up being exactly through the um, lands captains meeting that we're usually yeah, involved with. Yeah. There was a clash. So I spoke with, um, <laughs> in character, I spoke with um, Kay to be like, hey, you want to come on this skirmish? And he was like, oh no, you know, I wasn't going to skirmish. I was like, oh, come on, I'm going. And he was like, oh, okay. So we'll pause that there because um, that comes back later. But we went to Lands Captain's meeting at this point, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is obviously before we really know what the two options are definitely going to be, what day we're fighting. But we were sure we were fighting. So that, so that the options for the Sunday was the Barons. And there was only one choice, right? So... The choice for the Sunday was to, I mean, I'm going to talk about this in a second when I talk about military council, but it's its the Baron. We were sure we were going to find the Barons, but still we didn't, we, we hadn't nailed down the objectives. So it was just a brief chat of like what everyone kind of had and what everyone wanted to do in, uh, in the battles. So yeah, nothing crazy. Yeah, no, we we did that anyway. Um, we there was lots going on there and everything. So we're at the Castland camp this time. So there was a lot of people in and out the Castland camp, which was quite quite interesting, quite we exciting. So Revel, we well, saw Revel. Spot, spot, <laughs> Revel. We after having Revel. yeah, after having Mike on the podcast talking about Revel, uh, talking about so the uh, Herald of um, the Iron Duke. Uh, we 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 saw him saw him pop pop into the Castellan camp, which was quite cool. Um, I didn't realize at the time I was doing that sort of like I was hyper focusing on what Dame Aram was saying, and then people come in and I kind of like I double took because I think I was the one when they were asking for Dame Aram, and I was like, oh yeah, they're they're currently leading this, and then I realized who I was speaking to. And yeah, we got all that sorted out. That was awesome. Um, and then, yeah, then after that, we, I think after this, we kind of split off from one another for the rest, for, for, for a little, no, no. Oh no, I remember what happened after this. So this lasted obviously a while and we headed back to camp and we got some food. And... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, I feel so bad for this still. I don't. I think it's hilarious. I'll tell the story um, if you want. You go for it. Because I was, um, 
in the middle of eating a pastry at this point. So as Robin just said, Aronel had said to said to Kay, who was reluctant on, go, on going on skirmishes, especially so close after time in, um, had been like, oh yeah, okay. And then we couldn't go on the skirmish because we were at Lance Captain's meeting. So an hour or so had gone by and we were at the Glory Square as... <laughs> As Aronel is like dum dum eating, and then we suddenly he's like he came out of nowhere. Kay is behind you, like fully, fully in chainmail, like sweating, and he just <laughs> we turn around. He's just like, where were you? <laughs> so... It was the way that like you and I encountered. I kind of side glance. I was like, I think you, no, I think you were like, did you not tell Kay? And I was like. Okay. Did you tell Kay? <laughs> Did you tell Kay? Whoops. Okay, Whoops. we were coming. <laughs> Got about Kay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, come back. I'm risking my life and you're here eating a sandwich. That's <laughs> exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were all fine. This skirmish was fine. So it was, it it was sounded just a lot funny, of fun. Yeah. I actually really regret not going. This sounded mm. like a really fun skirmish at the mm. end. Um, yeah. I did feel so bad though. I did go to apologize house Rizal because I did say I was going to go and then I didn't go. I was like, oh, but you know, I got Kay to go. <laughs> Kay, what? Yeah, send Kay. Kay is in my stead, yeah. <laughs> didn't realize he was getting sent, but I said Kay. <laughs> yeah. So after that, oh. I went to uh, military council. I can't remember what you went off to do, but I went to military oh, council. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you talk about military council go for it. Yeah, military council. For, for someone who... Um, I, I, I feel like my eventual my eventual ending is probably going to be me being starting to run for general because even though I'm still like, oh, I don't know, I don't know about like sitting in meetings for this long and I don't know about, I find myself in military council a lot, mainly because now, before it was like, oh, am I interested in it? No, but now I'm like, oh, I'm interested in what's happening on the battles. Therefore, the best place to get information for that is military council. So I'm finding myself in military council a hell of a lot, you know. So yeah, and I'm starting to understand what a lot of them were saying. Now I didn't, I didn't stay for the duration um, because it is a long, <laughs> it's a long, long meeting. Especially if you're stood there saying nothing and not being able to interact because only the generals can speak. Well, the generals and whoever's asked to like the spy master and the people who are um, who who were invited to speak can actually speak at military council. So they were going through our options. So. Uh, for the Saturday, the options were um, Caravan or Bregisland. Um, mm-hmm. uh, on the Sunday, there was only one option. That one option was the Barons. And what we had to do, so there is a, a fortification in the Barons called Dawnguard. Um, it has been uh, basically occupied. So the last time people who listened to the RE1 stuff will know there was a... Uh, a druge called Grubfeast who um, is in charge of Dawnguard currently. We managed to uh, we didn't manage to kill Grubfeast last time. Uh, we managed to do the other objectives last time, but we didn't manage to kill Grubfeast this time. Uh, the mission was to go basically to the Dawnguard estate, and our main objectives are to one. And this is the most important one, is to kill Druge. And there was uh, there was tiers of how many we killed, got us benefits. But the only one we're really interested in is the maximum one. So if we killed 500 Druge, the territory would be flipped to an imperial territory, i.e. Yep. we've won the barons for the empire, which is a massive, massive deal. So I'm assuming that's why 
PD didn't give us any other options. Obviously, we were going to go for that. It's Dawn. Obviously, we are going to the Barons to try and reclaim the Barons. There was no way that they weren't going to... They were The military council were going to decide to put Dawn on the Saturday, whatever that was at that time. Um, our other objectives was to... Uh, we'll go over this as well when we talk about Sunday as well, but our other yeah. objectives was to uh, save some troubadours, stop a ritual... Um, and to kill the commander, which wasn't Grub Feast, but it was another. It was a guy who was wearing a load of bones and things like that. So I, yeah. I kind of listened through a lot of that. I listened to a lot of the backwards and forwards, and then I ended up leaving uh, military council around about nearish the end when they started deciding who uh, where they were going. Basically on the Saturday. Yeah. And yeah, like it's like while you were there, I went to speak to Rhea Wolfborn because I um, had been given a skirmish um, I was in charge of a skirmish it was oh, we haven't even mentioned that yet yeah we, we mentioned mm-hmm. yeah we haven't even mentioned that so yet I was um, put in charge of a skirmish that was going to be going out on the Saturday night at nine o'clock so nighttime skirmish and it was to defeat a herald of agreement um, and also to deal with agromant's uh, cultists and some druge so agromant is a winter eternal that we are currently all against. He's, he's, he's a bad guy. He's a bad, so, bad eternal. He's the, a baddie, yeah, and this, we're going to kill the baddie. Yeah. So this is and, very similar to yeah. the skirmish we did at the end of last year. Autumn last year, that nighttime skirmish that went bad, but also Aranel had faced a, a Winter Herald there of Agrament. That skirmish was given to the Night Protector Winter, which at that point was Morrigan Mortair, and it is now you're now the night protector, and you were given you were given responsibility for this it was, skirmish. It was almost like that weird sort of mm. like deja vu of this has happened before, and it went really bad. And I was determined it wasn't going to go bad again. Yeah. So I, although I was in charge of like organizing the skirmish, I've never led a skirmish. I've only been on a handful of skirmishes. So I spoke to House Wolfborn. House Wolfborn are incredible, and they go skirmishing constantly and they have a big focus on killing monsters so they're a really good group of people group of fighters because i said to, we obviously we discussed because we knew you had the skirmish like a few days before like i think it was like the when no no it must be earlier than that so the tuesday or the wednesday before the week before basically, it was the yeah. week it was the week before it might be yeah it might have been the week of actually that you got it no it, no, it was week off yes yeah, week off yeah, it was, it was week, oh week yeah off. it was yeah. week off and i had said like i was like I'm pretty sure I said to you, like, yeah, speak to Arcavian and speak to Wolfborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, that that was my first suggestion was just like, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, yeah, like, I need someone to lead this, you know. It's not going to be me actually leading the commands. And I, so my, my, my choice was, you know, speak to Arcavian, who unfortunately couldn't come to the event, and he suggested his second in command, which was Rhea. Oh, my gosh. The role play I had with Rhea Wolfborn was incredible. I think I've made like a great friend there. Um, both IC and OC, but I think I made a really great friend there because that was incredible. I want to go fight with her a lot more now. Uh, sorry, House Mortar, I'm going to go off doing a few skirmishes and kill some monsters after this. That was incredible. Um, but yeah, I had chat with her and she was able to explain a lot of things to me on what I should be focusing on. We had a long conversation because we were wanting to chat out of character first and just the day got away from us um, that and no phone signal got away from us. So it all happened in character, but it worked out fine. Um, 
once I got my plan in place, I knew I was going to do most of this on the Saturday. So I was quite comfortable. And at this point, um, after I spoke to a few different houses, started getting a list of names together. I also had a new player with me in this event who was playing my retainer. Um, well, the idea was they were coming in to play my retainer because this new player really wanted to get into the sort of fighting and the combat game. But I was really hoping that they would meet some friends and feel comfortable enough to kind of like not like, so I was more like a backup of if maybe it doesn't go too well or if there's a struggle, just, just be with me for the weekend and we'll have a great time. Luckily, they 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 fought more than I did this weekend. <laughs> they made so many friends. They're all fighting. No, they, it was yeah, great. They were, they were in the element, right? I just... Oh, yeah. That's the thing. They it's, kept coming up and like, I'm sorry, I was supposed to your retainer. I was like, no, no just go enjoy, enjoy yourself, yeah. please. It was, no, it's a good sign when someone is like, un, not, un, not that they were unsure at all, but they're like, oh, yeah, I'm not sure what I want to do because I've never been before. And then they get swept off. That is the best thing ever. Oh, you it was, know? I was so happy. Every time I saw them in the distance, I was like, oh, look yeah. at them. Yeah. Yeah. So they were with me at this point. At this point, um, you'd come back from military council and the three of us were like, let's go to the marches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, we went to, we went to the, uh, I think we went to find, because uh, Lupo had gone off um to the marches somewhere i was like oh he's in the marches somewhere um so and then we found him in the black rat in the marches um we <laughs> sat in there they do like the best mead uh in oh, the yeah. entirety of anvil it's a real nice kind of like session mead kind of low alcohol content carbonated um i'll have to get in touch with the people who brew it actually and see if i can give them a shout out if they're okay with that but it's yeah it's 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 good stuff it's it's one of those bars as well <laughs> out of character it's like i sit there almost like not frustrated but i'm like oh this is difficult to be stay in character because god like typical noble i'm like i don't care about coin i don't care that much about coin out of character either um yeah. but i know that they charge dornish double in there like out of character i know but i know my character doesn't care or doesn't really know or whatever it doesn't because they're just like this much and i'm like here you go here's a is a load i'm pretty sure i've never actually counted i'm like i don't want to count just in case but i'll give them a load of coin when i'm paying for something and i'm like i've no idea whether they've like taken more or whatever but yeah it's part i of was like play. feeding into it because um yeah. i was just like oh that doesn't sound like a lot here you go sure you know take my coin yeah. um i don't think yeah, that, i don't think they yeah, to follow so, yeah. me yeah yeah uh but anyway we we were doing stuff in the black rat um we there was the uh there were people handing out um vigilance pegs so people going <laughs> about pegging people uh there are pegs i think we talked about this when we went to history and virtue when we went to the player event history and virtue um in high guard um there was these uh there was these vigilance pegs going around basically people were they're just closed pegs people would peg them on people like pin them onto people as in it's a test of your how vigilant you are, you know, but obviously the, there's a, an entendre with like, oh yeah, I've been pegged and whatever. Uh, so uh, the marchers get all giddy about it, don't they? And they were like, <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying, to, trying to peg the Dornish left, right and center. Oh, it was so much fun. And the, the, the new player we had with us, um, they they loved this. So the marchers um, that were there, um, 
yeah, they basically gave my, gave myself and our, our new player friend a load of pegs. Just have fun with. <laughs> anyway, they did. <laughs> they did. So, uh, so the continuation. Like I said, this this weekend is just almost one continuing story right to the, the right to time out. So the, our next act in this in this story uh, is the as we're as we're like leaving the Black Rat in the marches. One of the marcher generals comes up from military council. And they come storming up and they're basically like, the military council have fucked us over, right? And we're, everyone's like, what? They're like, okay, so the two options. One was to go to caravan to uh, help the Brass Coast. Now, the, Bra- the Brass Coast have been like sitting out for a, for a while, right? The Brass Coast have been helping everyone out. And it's it's been a little bit the case of like... Okay, next next time we'll get you. Next time we'll get you because they're not having the best of time with it, you know, uh, the Brass Coast. But they've been helping everyone else out, and we've been kind of taking it in turns, you know, because we've been helping Urizen out a lot. We've been, you know, helping Dawn out and uh, recently. Um, so that one was to help them out. The other option was to go to Bregisland, which is a marcher, you know, marcher territory where they've got basically they've got this rebellion going on, right? Yeah. Uh, this this character this character who uh, basically runs a load of Yagara I don't know because I don't I'm not massively involved with that side of the game so I don't know exactly what's going on with Matilda Fisher the Yagara and the Yotun but anyway Matilda Fisher is like public enemy number one for the marches and, and they, what... they've been working hard to get to this point haven't they yeah, like, Matil- this, this was their point they could get her oh yeah Matilda Fisher has literally been in like been in Anvil a couple of times, I think. Yes. Well, so when that, I think we mentioned it when we were talking to uh, Mike when he was he played a Yagara and there was a whole like uh, Matilda Fisher came to Senate. One of the March generals died trying to assassinate her. Anyway, she's like she's like the head of this rebellion, if you can call it that, whatever. So it's a big deal for the marches that the, the, one of the opportunities was to literally go to Bregisland and take care of her. Right. Military council decided to go to the, with the other option. <laughs> And the marches were not happy about this, understandably, right? So, um, <laughs> so they come, so they all get riled up, and we're like, "Oh, okay." As we're sort of leaving, and they, so the marches do this thing called rough music, which, when they get upset about something, they make a load of uh, noise, and they all kind of march together to and and make a racket, basically, to let everyone know. They're not happy. So we popped off to... Um, we, well, we were going to drop our your retainer off, right? At... Yeah, so um, basically started, and I think well, you and I both knew where this was leading, and we're like, right, because when you're a new, our new player had like, somewhere to go, they were going to be involved in a ritual, and what to go, we know that we're going to watch ritual, and we're like, right, we're going to take you now, mm. and then we're going to join this line <laughs> To yeah. military council because uh, we ain't missing this yeah so we dropped our new player off and this is quite funny actually as we brought our new player over there was um all of house mortar where, where they are ready for a ritual and our new player is there with them um, their vigilance pegs, <laughs> vigilance pegs. <laughs> went... covered the rim of the hat of one of our players in the house and i was like this is hilarious we had one of the kids with us and she was just giggling didn't let on us what was happening just sat there giggling the whole time um we let we left them to their mischief and then we kind of ran around so that we could join 
and go with the marches to military council because I think everybody was in a bit of shock. At the back of my head, I was like, please tell me that Don voted to go yeah. to Land. Like, please tell me. Yeah. And luckily it did. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna get to that because it's so yeah. It's, yeah, so the the um the, the way it's decided is obviously that all the, the generals will vote on, especially if there's a oh, where are we gonna go? Yeah. And heart, you know, it's like, oh no, we should go here, no, we should go there. And obviously it's just it's it's a simple matter of going, okay, well, we'll just all vote, you know? Um, where we're going to go now that the when we got to the military council the the marches were like all around the military council like and it, it was it was very loud and it was very like whoa you know and you know we managed to speak to a lot of marcher you know a lot of our marcher friends um i was pissed off uh, i have you know i i do have a love for the marches um yeah. uh, in character uh, i i you know i have a uh, have marcher friends that I, I i care for a lot um uh but i also may have a, a, an aura that was was pulled upon me put upon me spontaneously in the barons as well uh <laughs> that anything i find an injustice i get very passionate about um yeah. <laughs> i don't know how much that's going to pop up i'm going to keep that aura because the thing is uh, i you need to get the aura identified so um it could be a heretical uh, aura but I, until it like becomes very very obvious to someone uh, it might not come into question so hey you know but i thought this is a good you know this is definitely a good time um so yeah i was very i was very disgusted at uh the um the option that been made now there, ob there obviously is nuance about this this isn't my like opinion oh they made the wrong choice blah blah, blah. this is in character opinion like i said there's a lot of nuance so that the, the march and narrative was that yeah that they screwed us over and they've done it for money you know that like the empire have yeah. gone for the the empire have gone for the money option that that is the that was their opinion uh, i was like pretty much sharing their opinion in character i was like yeah it's bollocks blah blah blah, blah you know um and then we leave that this story does continue as the weekend goes on so it certainly does yeah and then we we leave basically to go back to camp right After yeah that. This was a sort of ending here. We headed back. Um, we headed to Sandra's first because we obviously had a lot of like juicy information. So we wanted to, we wanted to chat about it. And um, this is where I got something really cool. Um, I got some really cool swords uh, at this point. Yes. So um, the our wonderful friend Ben, who's been on the podcast before, um, in character, had these um, swords. Now, the issue he was having, he had basically... He had a ribbon, magical item. It had a few seasons left on them and he wasn't going to be able to use them. They had to go on to a dual, to like an ambi player. They had to be on to ambi weapons. And that was the issue. It was really difficult finding anyone, but he knew that I was ambi. And yeah, I, 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 I got them because basically it allows me to cast Venom, uh, which is a pretty cool, but I need to make contact with both weapons at at once to make that happen so i got that and that was freaking cool we then headed back to our camp most of our terrace sitting there we sat by the fire had a few drinks and we just wound down for the evening yeah, and then there wasn't anything was like there wasn't anything like grand 
like oh, are we our, our Kohan friend came over for a chat oh yeah our Kohan our Kohan um, friend came over yeah he came to promise mm -hmm. the, the Kohan services in an upcoming skirmish yeah yeah because to be fair the Kohan are they're, they're pretty good fighters you know and they're, they're good they're, they're good at skirmishes because that's literally their culture um it's funny because yeah. we, we keep saying I don't think there's actually that much difference between uh, Dornish culture and and Kohan culture, um, but it's always fun to debate these things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah the, the rest of my evening because oh that, oh that's the other thing I did. Obviously, I went I went back to military council after because that's when uh, we were doing uh, Lance Captain's um, briefing. Was that on the Saturday? No, that was the Saturday. That was the Saturday. Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah, we did we did. That's right. Yeah, because. Um, yeah, one of our generals wasn't there uh, on the Friday. That's right. So that was yeah. That was we waited till Saturday, Saturday and did a lot of that. So yeah, Friday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Friday there was um lots of again, it's not really relevant for uh, discussing on the podcast, but there was lots of it basically was lots sitting around the fire and talking in game. We talked a lot about um the nobility in Dawn. There was I I, I was earwigging a lot of conversations. There was a lot of conversations because the night protector of spring was up the following day um and there was lots of talk backwards and forwards because there has been there's a lot of debate based in the nation with the night protector tournaments and tournaments oh, in general yeah that's what we end up doing mm. we end up speaking with one of our egregores yeah yeah oh that was what was really cool this event as well like all three of yeah. our egregores were present this event all three really of our loved. freaking awesome egregores yeah. because we had a lot of interactions with them all over yeah. the weekend it was really good <laughs> yeah yeah so so we yeah we the um yeah the minstrel came over and sat at our camp for for quite a while on the friday night and yeah we were discussing uh different aspects of the nobility in dawn and yeah you know what 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 is necessary for like joining a tournament blah 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 again this is this is all kind of in character um nuanced conversations and and whatnot uh i guess we can mention like the lighting of the glory square now uh we might yeah. mention it again in fact you know what let's mention it now because we we'll probably have a yeah, lot we'll to talk about now, in the next yeah, episode so... so uh the the glory square is now now has like lighting um and i've been up and down in my opinions of it to be honest so yeah. initially like it's it's a work in progress so basically for accessibility reasons which is fair enough. Um, you know, the Glory Square, it's a big flat area on the top of that hill at nighttime. The area is pitch black, you know, and it's, it's um, yeah, people find it difficult to, to navigate across it, you know, in, in the dark. Um, so the suggestion was made that we, we light it and I'm not going to go into the details of like how we kind of got it done, but it's very similar to how like Navarre got their lighting done like years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. So we, you know, they're, they're basically like big, uh like i don't even know what you call them i'm not an electrician they looked more like floodlights but like smaller than floodlights yeah. if that makes sense they were yeah. like small square floodlights and they were all around the top of it and they were yeah. kind of like this sort of like a white floodlight sort yeah. of sort of look so, um yeah so initially they had like one of these on each post around the glory square you know and i would say they're about like uh probably like 12 foot maybe more like high and okay when they the whole glory square is lit when they were all on um kind of the 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 so initially i was like oh i don't know about this because like it looks like a it looked like a football pitch like it looked like because i kept i did yeah. i'll be on i'll be completely honest here you yeah. know it's my <laughs> podcast i'll be honest this is my opinion i was like 
I was like, it looks like like I kept saying to people, should we play some five aside? And some people kept saying like, oh yeah, let's let's play, uh, invite the marchers up here to play foot the ball. They'd love it because it yeah, it gave that feel. It, it gave they... that feel. It didn't feel very medieval fantasy whatsoever. Um, no. And on that Friday night. Uh, that there wasn't the fact that it was all lit, but there's no one in it, which is weird as well. It, fact... gave, it gave you the end of the night vibes, like yeah, okay, oh, yeah. lights music's are on. off, yeah, lights are on, music's <laughs> music's off, lights are on, go to bed already, you know that type of thing. And the other problem with it was that, especially when they were all on. So when you're around the Glory Square, people have some beautiful set dressing. So including us, we have all our little lights, you know, all little flame lights, and people have fairy lights on their thing. And at nighttime, it looks beautiful. When those are on, it made it put all of them into darkness. So, like when you were yeah, sat cause... by the Glory Square, you couldn't see the camps around the Glory Square. So you're like, yeah, because everyone's got solar lights. So when those yeah. went on, all the solar lights went, and it was like a really like it was like a cloudless night where mm-hmm. like everywhere else in Anvil, you were looking up and seeing all these stars, and then you look over to dawn, and it's just like a stadium, yeah. but in not a very medieval in character way. Yeah, but that was on the first night. They made a couple of changes. I think there are going to be changes going forward, but this is the yeah. sort of feedback that they've kind of opened up for because for us on the Glory Square, our whole tent was eliminated. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it was like a spotlight. Yeah, it was like a spotlight <laughs> on our camp. Uh, so yeah, on that they so then uh, a, a while after, where it was obvious that that was quite bright. Uh, they turned all the lights off apart from the two at each entrance. So there's like four entrances to the Glory Square and they just went, you know, so there was just like six lights on, which was better, definitely better. It was better. I know that there's talk about, and everybody said the same thing. Like everyone, everyone said the exact same thing. They need gels on them to, because they were it. white yeah. and yeah. white just looks modern. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, on the... So no, it was definitely was the Friday night. So the fr- Friday night, we, we didn't really... So there, there was a couple of stars in the sky, but that's one thing I said to all of us around the campfire. I was like, I was like, yeah, okay, we can see where we're walking. But one of the most beautiful things about Anvil is like sitting by that fire and looking up into that just like beautiful starry sky yeah. on a clear night. And the light pollution from that, from the lights of the Glory Square just complete like it just took uh, took away it wasn't a massively starry night on the friday anyway but you looked up and I'm like that's that's quite a bit of light pollution there um the saturday uh i, I remember making a comment as we were in high guard we were like in high guard and i was like i can see dawn from here and not in a good way because it was just like this it was like there was some sort of concert going on over in dawn it looks like something modern into the yeah. middle of Anvil. Yeah, I mean, I, I changed my opinion slightly on the Saturday because when we arrived there on the Saturday and the lights were on, uh, right outside Wise Guys, there were like hundreds of people there. And I was like, oh, mm. well, maybe this is, there was tons of people there that aren't usually in Dawn. I was like, oh, well, maybe this is a good idea then because yeah. there's loads of people here. But on the flip side, on the Saturday, they around about like midnight they turned all the lights well i was i think it was earlier, it was than, that. earlier it was like, than midnight it was like 11 they turned the yeah. lights off and that actually dispersed everyone so i was like oh maybe the lights are good then so then everyone just left when the lights were off you know so yeah I'd, i think it's, it's a thing there's yeah. teething problems but luckily yeah. it's been opened up for feedback and i think a lot i think the main feedback from everybody is like only need the entrance lights on no more than that 
get some orange gels on them, make them look more in character. I feel like there were more in character lights out there that we could have gotten set up, but I'm not an electrician. I don't know. I mean, yeah. but it looks like we now have a lot of extra lights there that we didn't need to actually buy at all. And I don't know if those lights can be reused elsewhere in the field and put gels on them or something, but that's, that's, that's just something that we can look into. Wow. But for now, first event of it, there's teething problems. We knew that was going to happen. Hopefully next event, they can gel them all up and make them look more icy. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, you're trying to walk the line between like being like, because to light up a floor space in pitch black that is just empty with no other light source, you have to have bright lights because it's got to yeah. reach it's got to reach from like 12 foot up to the floor for accessibility but if you're going to go right okay let's make them like flame lights then you're taking away the the purpose which was for accessibility not just lighting the glory square it's that's what i i was really confused about this actually and someone can correct me um I wasn't sure what the purpose of the lights were originally because some people were saying it was for accessibility needs and some people were saying so they, they could use the square for specific things at night. And I was like, well, that's that's two different things. Mm. Accessibility needs, as long as you've got enough light to be able to see around where the ground is, then that's absolutely fine. They don't need to be like floodlights. But if you're wanting to fight in there, again... You don't need a lot of light to be able to fight because we've done our 9 p.m. skirmishes at E4. Yes. Yeah, see, I don't, like, I don't, I don't, I don't buy the whole like, oh yeah, you know, we need it for for doing things because you already have the day for doing stuff. The nighttime is ideal because then you you can create atmosphere like they do at the Reggio. You know, I mean, the Reggio you yeah. can do it, you can do a a, a a ritual in the daytime at the Reggio. It has a completely different feel to doing a ritual at night because it's a different time of the, the day you know so you get yeah. <laughs> to do different things same with skirmishes like you say you can you know it's like saying let's not do nighttime skirmishes because we want to fight in the daylight but we already have daytime skirmishes so you have enough of them but guess what we can we can have a little variation with nighttime the skirmishes. Different feel, isn't it? Yeah. yeah exactly so but, yeah yeah I, I i am i'm optimistic that if they just have the entrance lights from the, the the four sides that they had, put some really good gels on them, and have them down. I think that could work really well. Anyway, oh, yeah, I think this, so. That's that was our Friday. Uh, we will pick up again on the Saturday. There was quite a bit that happened, and we'll continue our story, our epic, glorious story of dawn. This event on the Saturday next time right if you enjoyed this show make sure that you're followed make sure you subscribe so you know when a new episode is posted uh, you can go check out some of our other episodes that we have done until that time though uh, we love you very much and stay safe bye everyone bye bye <laughs>